Hey guys, Dan Walshman here. Welcome back to the Edgy Conversations podcast. I'm glad you're back here. As you know, this is the podcast for driven people with clear goals who want to be their best selves. Today, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the topic of red ants. Today, I'm veering away from the monthly topic. Of course, the monthly topic is about how to build a bigger vision. I've been thinking all weekend about this idea of the red ants. And I wanted to share a story with you, if I might. Two stories, in fact. In my front yard and in backyard in South Carolina, we have, I would call it the challenge. You know, you don't call it a problem anymore. The challenge of red ants. Red ants are interesting because it seems like almost overnight, you'll see this mound of fresh dirt. Now, if you're mowing the lawn and bare feet, I guess they tell you not to do that anyways, but if you're just walking along behind the lawnmower and bare feet and you step in one of these anthills, oh, oh, you better be ready because in about two seconds, you'll be hopping around, smacking your leg as, as you kind of brush all these red ants off you. They're more stingy. Uh, I know that's not scientific. The, 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 the pain from a red ant is much more potent than a regular you know, normal ant you might see building an anthill. Normal, normal, tiny black ant. Hey, I don't know what the name of those are, but you, you, you know what I mean, the regular garden ant. In fact, red ants are such a problem because they'll destroy your lawn, especially if you have a nice lawn, building these little mounds of dirt everywhere, that you can go to the store and buy these chemicals. And it's like a shaker bag of chemicals that you will stand on, you know, you'll get in close to a red ant hill and you'll shake. And the whatever is in the bag, I guess it's poison of some sort, uh, immediately stops the ants from building that anthill. They'll leave. How can something so awful, and again, it's not that awful, but, but you know what I mean, something that causes pain to others be so helpful? Looking back at my life, I find it interesting that the things that have caused me the most frustration, the most dissatisfaction, discomfort, the things that have caused me the most trouble have ended up becoming the building blocks that I could level up, not just my personal life, but my career as well. I want to tell you a story about Joan Murray. If you haven't heard the story about Joan prepare to get excited. She has a fantastic story and it applies to this idea of red ants. If you don't mind, I'll read it to you because uh, that way I'll make sure that you get all the, the good bits of it. You ready? Joan Murray was 47 years old. She had a successful marriage. She raised two beautiful twin girls and had finally started to enjoy life. She had a career at the bank that she loved, even though it sometimes took too much of her time. But Joan was learning to balance her life. And when the weekend came, Joan sometimes took off to sow her wilder oats. One of her guilty little pleasures, and that wasn't so little to her coworkers, was her newly found love of skydiving. She had jumped out of 37 different airplanes, excuse me, 35 different airplanes. The first two times she jumped tandem 
attached to an instructor until she had learned enough and was given her certification to jump all by herself. Joan went through all the training. She knew when to pull the ripcord. She knew how to land, bend your knees, run into it. She knew all the different pieces of skydiving. But she still got that familiar nervous feeling every time the plane got to the perfect altitude. Nerves mixed with adrenaline that soon turned into sheer freedom from the free fall. There was no other feeling like it in the world. That one minute plunge out of the plane, the feeling of ripping through the air before opening the parachute, breathtaking beauty, momentary terror, breathing in life, and then another moment floating on air, feeling the wind lifting her legs, landing on the grass softly. Joan had done this dance over and over again, and she loved it. Saturday, September 25th, 1999 was no different. She woke up, took the one hour drive to Chester County, South Carolina, where she would put on her gear, load into the plane and take another jump, her 36th. She was not an expert yet, but she felt a lot more experienced than a first timer. She waited for the all clear and she rocked herself gently out of the plane. She enjoyed that feeling she knew so well of falling, the wind pushing her cheeks into a smile. She pulled the cord to release her parachute. Nothing happened. She just kept falling. Joan knew she had to think quick. She started spinning out of control, but managed to cut away the defective chute. She pulled the cord on her backup chute. She never dreamed she would have to use that one. It opened like magic, just like it was supposed to. But Joan was still spinning uncontrollably. She couldn't get herself straightened out. The cords were getting tangled. Despite her quick work, she was on a collision course with disaster. At 700 feet, her rescue parachute completely deflated. 700 feet. She was headed towards the ground at 80 miles per hour. Joan hit the ground. All the breath knocked out of her lungs. Her fillings were knocked out of her teeth. She hit so hard. She couldn't move. The world went dark. Joan lay in the field, lifeless, feeling alone. Until the ground below her started to move. Barely conscious, Joan felt the first sting, like a hot needle being pushed under her skin. And then another, and another. Joan didn't know what was happening. Eventually the pain was too much and darkness set in again. When paramedics arrived, Joan was covered. And you already know where I'm going with this, don't you? Joan was covered in those red fire ants. She had landed on an anthill. In order to protect the colony, they attacked her broken body, biting Joan over 200 times. She was rushed to the Carolinas Medical Center, not far from her home. The right side of her body was shattered. Joan was in a coma for two weeks. As she laid in her bed, her 115 pound body swelled to the size of a 300 pound sumo wrestler. She was unrecognizable. Covered in blisters, 
from the fire ant stings, bruised and broken from her swollen, broken limbs, held together with rods from her leg to her pelvis. In truth, she was only alive because of the fire ants. The repeated bites had kept her heart beating and her nerves firing. Joan woke up in more pain than she could have ever tried to imagine. And it just continued day after day. She had to undergo 20 reconstructive surgeries. She had 17 blood transfusions. She had to learn how to walk again with rods in her leg. But she counted the days until she could leave the hospital. In just six weeks, Joan stood up with a metal rod in her right leg, a five-inch spike in her pelvis, and holding frantically onto a cane. She walked from the wheelchair to the car, and she went home, finally, to her family. The doctor who treated Joan made a quick note on her file before putting it away. It was simply one word, miracle. Miracle. Joan jumped into a rigorous physical therapy and eventually made her way back to work at the bank. She was determined to stay active after her accident. Even with the rod in her leg, she still ran. She blames nobody but herself for the accident. She knew what to do. She had been trained. Looking back, she thinks she panicked in the moment, didn't take the actions she would have needed to prevent herself from spinning after cutting away the main cord. But knowing that, just knowing that simple fact, didn't make her feel scared. And it didn't take away her love of skydiving either. Shortly after she went back to the bank, Joan, wow, she did the impossible. She jumped out of a plane again. It was her 37th dive. Was it a success? It was perfect, she said. And here I think is the kicker. In life, we all get beat up. We all get bruised and beaten and broken. Like those red fire ants that can sting your foot in the summer. We let small things get to us. We let people discourage us. We let life scare us into not trying to succeed anymore. We think we only get one chance and then it's over. The truth is you don't have to fall 14,000 feet out of a plane and hit the ground without a parachute to be shaken. Sometimes all it takes is a failed business, a failed relationship, maybe a failed test. Joan Murray could have died. According to doctors, she should have died from a fall like that. But what did she do the moment she felt her body had, had healed? She got into a plane and jumped again. She took the two and a half mile free fall with a parachute. She opened her chute. She went through the motions that she had been taught and she landed successfully. And so today, the entire point of this conversation is to remind us all to stop making excuses. Stop making excuses for why you haven't reached your goals. Stop worrying about all the things that could go wrong. Stop focusing on all the things that have gone wrong in the past. It's time to take control of your life. It's time to acknowledge your failures. It's time to fly high again after your spectacular crash. I could tell you a phrase that might seem cheap for you to hear. I could tell you if Joan could do it again, so can you. 
But that is actually the simplest explanation for all of this. Red ants still haven't left the planet. Bad things happening to good people. Yep, that still happens too. In truth, sometimes you jump and your parachute doesn't open. And you flip-flop around through the air and freak out, trying to wonder if it, you're actually going to make it okay. But here's the truth of a situation. You can make it. And even if you didn't make it the last time, this next time might be the perfect opportunity for you to prove to yourself that you're tougher than you ever thought possible. You're stronger in your mind and in your body and in your soul than should be legal, should be right, should be reasonable for a human. If you're stepping on red ants and wondering why is it happening to you, those same life experiences might be the things that save your life down the line. Have you ever thought about that? As you spend the month building a bigger vision, take a moment to look back at the red ants. Take a moment to think about the things you've learned and the opportunity you've gained by being around people, opportunity, and situations that at the moment didn't seem ideal. What can you learn from that? What have you learned from that? Those red ants might be the thing that aren't just saving your life, but are enabling you to level up. And speaking of leveling up, if you haven't already jumped into the Edgy Empire of Awesomeness, our awesome inside, inside, I don't even know what that means, inside group, uh, or it's, of course it's inside, because it's all inside computers. But our group for the community, you can go to edgy.life, E-D-G-Y.life. Yep, it's that easy, edgy.life. You can jump into the conversation you'll need to create an account pretty quickly from the start to get anything good and along with that you'll get calendars and and tools and and training and courses it's just there's a lot of good stuff there so i would tell you jump in join the community tell us who you are what you're trying to achieve and look together let's see how we can work together to turn those red ants into your 37th jump. By the way, how cool is jump?